Good morning. It seems we do not have an organist today, and during these days that we are experiencing uh, the whole world, the pandemic, we are restricted for some of the things that we can and can't do. Um, We are not allowed to do any hymn singing, shaking hands, encouraging people to keep their distance, and also the receiving of Holy Communion will be at the base, the steps here. And uh, I ask if everyone is welcome, you'll be receiving the bread only to come forward and make a throne for Christ as I give you the bread and then take it back to your seat to sit there and consume it there. Um, This coming uh, two Sundays, I believe, we will be observing Thanksgiving Sunday. And if you're like me, I'm a grandfather, um, and it looks like we cannot... Our family cannot get together for Thanksgiving because of the restrictions. And I'm assuming that, uh, uh, I'm hoping that perhaps by Christmas things will lighten up and ease up, that maybe we can get together as families. But until then, uh, we're trying to observe what we've been asked uh, to keep ourselves safe distance. And the service itself is, we're basically setting a 10, which is more verbal. Uh, we also encourage that uh, when exchanging of the peace, face your neighbor and just make a gesture as you offer the peace of Christ to one another. Um, I don't think there's anything else uh, within the uh, service itself. If you are taking a guide to worship, worship bulletin, um, please take it home with you. Again, we're just trying to minimize uh, the contacts we have with one another, uh, just the way it is. And I shall try my best to sing the two hymns without the use of an organ, so excuse me if I happen to be a little off-key. But they hopefully are familiar hymns that you can uh, listen to. We Christians, especially us gathered, we're known as Lutherans, not Lutherans, as I remember one reporter in Toronto called us Lutherans, but Lutherans. Lutherans, we, we believe in good order, We don't allow anyone to lead our Sunday worship unless it's been authorized by church council or it's a pastor who's been called by the congregation to be their spiritual leader. To become a pastor within our church, one must have an undergraduate degree from a recognized university. One must attend a seminary recognized by the church go through various interviews, examination committees, be a member of a Lutheran congregation in good standing. And all of this must be done before even being considered for a call to be a pastor. This wasn't the case for Jesus. We do not know if he even attended rabbinical school. The only training that Jesus probably received was, I believe, working with his father, Joseph, who was a carpenter. And even then, if you want to be a carpenter, you have to go through an internship. I know, my dad was a carpenter. (laughs) Is it no wonder, then, that the chief priests and elders would ask Jesus, by what authority are you doing these things? You know, I get nervous a little suspect when anyone suddenly appears on the scene and begins what I like to call some kind of interesting storefront ministry. 
we do have these modern-day evangelists and preachers, and they claim to be from God. I don't doubt that. But yet they are not answerable to anyone, especially when they don't belong to any recognized organization and only are answerable to themselves. When someone comes into a position of authority and power and is not subject to anyone or to at least some kind of regulatory body, I find there can be a problem. All of us gathered here, we all have some kind of authority to maintain and uphold. If you work, there is probably a supervisor, a boss to report to. If you're self-employed, people have standards and expectations to maintain. If you are a parent, you are someone in a position of authority, being responsible for the raising and care of children. Even children have responsibilities. A child quickly learns what it is to hold some kind of authority when they are playing on a team or being the oldest of the siblings. You're the oldest now. You should know better. How did you get here today? If you're like me, you drove a car. And that's a privilege. And it's a responsibility to obey and adhere to the rules of the road because you are in control and have the authority by being licensed to drive it. Just being a human being has expectations and rules to coexist with other humans so that good order is maintained within the world. I'm quite surprised when I watch and hear the news that, you know, we have health workers, supervisors, politicians who are working for our good, helping to help us through this pandemic, telling us what we should do and shouldn't do. And yet there are people out there who ignore the authorities that have been given that kind of duty to help us. Jesus did not give an answer to the question asked by the priests and elders. Rather, he gave another question, and it's a wonderful parable. We know where Jesus' authority came from because of our faith in him. We know he is the Son of God. But do we listen and discern within our hearts the parables that he has given us? And today we hear from Jesus that the kingdom of God is like a vineyard which needs willing workers to tend it, care for it, and allow it to produce the best produce. We know which of the sons did his father's bidding. The world we live in is God's vineyard which needs willing workers to look after it. You know, when I heard the parable I identified with both sons. And I thought to myself, how many times have I said, yes, I'll do it. And then I turn around and I don't do it. Talk to my wife Vera and she'll tell you. How many times have I rejected to do something only to reconsider and have a change of heart and do what I didn't want to do? The writer of Philippians gives us some guidance as we go about, which I like to think of this world as God's vineyard. 
We've been placed in it to work in it. The writer says, in humility, regard others as better than yourselves. And I am sure when that was said, and what Jesus had to say, that was something which the chief priests and the elders of the temple did not practice. They thought they were better than others. And Jesus saw this, and he said, tax collectors and prostitutes will go ahead of you into the kingdom of God. But when he said that, you notice that Jesus did not say that the chief priests and elders would not enter into God's kingdom. I'm assuming they went into God's kingdom too. Rather, the lowly, the despised, probably the very people whom the priests and elders put down, they would go in first. Jesus is the only person who doesn't need to show where he gets his authority from. We know. The rest of us, well, we all hold some kind of authority, whether it's at work, at home, where we like to socialize, and where we worship. The authority that we hold, it has been given to us by God. It is there and given to us to help us to be better workers within God's vineyard. So hopefully we're all working for the same thing. We recognize each other as children of God as we bring about the kingdom of God here on earth. Amen.